it's Father's Day. And uh, for the most part, we try to remember our fathers, our dads, in good light today. We try to remember how good they are, how well they brought us up, uh, celebrate their life. And for the most part, we try to make it a good, pleasant, joyous day. But life isn't always happy, is it? For some of us, today is, like Carissa said, bittersweet. It's good to have those memories, but your heart aches because your father's not here. You hurt because they're gone on to heaven. Or maybe you didn't have a good father growing up. Maybe he wasn't there physically. He was alive, but he wasn't a part of your life. Or maybe you had, sad to say it, but an abusive father. Or maybe you had a workaholic father who was there physically all the time, but his mind was always somewhere else. He was busy with work, or his mind was on other things, or he just checked out when he got home and never really spent time with you. Some of us get sad on these days or any other holiday. We don't really find a lot of joy in it. But the Bible tells us of a real father. God. And he points to God the Bible points to God as the example of what a father should be. Little boys look up to their dads or the father figures that's in their lives of what they think a man ought to be. And little girls look up to them for the man that they're looking for. And guys, I strive to live my life in a manner so that I know that my girls are looking for the right man. And I may fail. I am human. Every one of us are. We can't be perfect, but we have a perfect model that we can look to. And when we fail, we can ask forgiveness of Him. A lot of you are making fun of my drawing up here on the board of my two mountains, but I want you to look at it. How big are the peaks? They're real small. Only a little bit of that peak, and that's life. The blessings are quick, they're there for a short time. We spend most of our life between those mountains and the valley. The deeper down you get, the darker it gets. The more in the shadows you are, the harder it is to see the path. But when you're up on that top, everything looks easy, everything looks great. You have a wonderful view of the world around you. You're out in the sunlight. See, the Bible don't talk a whole lot of meeting God on the mountaintops. It does some. But one of our best known passages is about the valley. We'll get to that passage here in just a minute. But first, Jesus, when speaking to his disciples, gave them a new way to pray new way to talk to God. And in the very opening of that, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, he said, Our Father who art in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven. 
And of course, you continue to read that prayer that Jesus laid out for his disciples. It's beautifully written, especially in the King James Version. It's poetic and sounds great. But grasp the concept of that. We're not praying just to God, just to a deity that rules over us with all might, but we're praying to our Father in heaven. It's because God takes on the perfect idea of a father and what all a father is meant to do for each one of us. And when we turn to Psalm chapter 23, normally I read out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible, but today I'm going to read out of the New King James because it is poetic. And it's the way that most of us grew up hearing these verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, David is describing God as a shepherd. We can apply the same principles to fathers, to the way that David is describing here it's not God the shepherd on the mountaintop it's God the shepherd in the valley see when we go through those times in our lives when we're feeling alone or feeling sad or depressed or anxious while we're celebrating holidays that really want to make us cry we're not alone See, verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God provides for us. We shall not want. God provides for us. A father should provide for his family. And God does. No matter what. And says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. God gives us rest and comfort. See, even in the valley, we can find rest and comfort in God. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. God. God heals our spirit. He calms our spirit. He helps us when we're feeling alone and we're afraid or mad or sad. When our spirit hurts because we miss our fathers or because our father wasn't there. God the Father is and He heals our spirit. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. 
for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God protects us. We will have dark days, we will face dangers, we will have trials and tribulations. God has not left your side. You see, when you get in that valley and you get down low enough, blinders come on. You can't see what's around you. You can only see what's right in front of you. And that's when your faith really kicks in. What I've found through life is the deeper in that valley I get, the bigger my faith becomes. Because when everything's going easy, everything's going great, and you're on that mountaintop, it's easy to say, look what I did. But when you're going through that valley, and you're down in the very bottom of it, and you look back behind you, and you see that blessing that you're no longer in, you look up ahead of you and you see that blessing you're trying to get to, but you can't reach it because you don't know where the path is right away. That's when you start to pray. That's when you look for faith. It's when you find comfort in God and hope that His path will be right in front of you. That's when that little ray of sunshine breaks through into the valley and lights the path for you. God, He comforts us. He protects us. In verse 5 it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. This passage is a bit twofold. He humbles us before those who would persecute you. He allows us to show grace to those that are around us that would do us harm. And by God's grace, we will get to the next mountaintop because He blesses us. We will be anointed by Him. And those blessings will overflow. And the surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Because God offers us a home. And not just any home, but an eternal home. Shelter. Sanctuary in His house. With His family. And the Bible tells us that we are adopted into the family of God. And in Jewish culture, an adopted child holds a higher place than a birth child. And the reason being because the family chose that one. You see, when a family gives birth to a child, that child has a birthright. But when a family adopts a child, the child's been chosen. We are adopted into the family of God. Our adoption is paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have a high, special place at the table of God. You see, all of life we're going to go through these peaks and valleys. And a lot of times those valleys are going to be long and low. And there'll still be another blessing coming. But don't get hung up on that blessing. It's meant to last a short time. We learn to love 
God and trust God and have faith in God in the valleys. But when we cross over into the next life, we will find a peaceful valley full of sunshine, full of hope and love, and right there next to the peak. Because on that peak sits the throne of God. And that's where we will find eternal rest. Because that's where His house is. We're walking through valleys. But we're not walking alone. Because we have our Heavenly Father. James 1, chapter, yeah, James 1, verses 2 and 3, say, Consider it a great joy, my brothers, whenever you experience various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. See, even in the valley, even in the darkest part of our lives, when we're feeling alone and sad, we can still find joy. We can still celebrate because believe it or not, even if your biological father wasn't a part of your life or if he's not here now because he's sick or he's gone, there are other fathers around you, people who have taken you in under their wing, who have fathered you in different ways and taken care of you. My own father... Well, have been dead for 10 years this year. For those 10 years, I've looked to another father. And he's been there for me. Whether he knew I was looking or not, I was looking. I know plenty of people who haven't had their own children but have taken care of someone else. Be the kind of father that God has called you to be. Allow His Spirit to guide you and to carry you through all of life's trials. No, you may not be perfect. That's okay because we can follow the one who is. And by the blood of Jesus Christ, if we accept his salvation, we will be made perfect in another life. And in that life we will be reunited with our fathers. But more importantly, we will be with the Father. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessings you have given us. Thank you for this message. And the words of encouragement that come from these old texts, that they never let you down. They never let us forget how important it is to put our trust in you, Lord. And that no matter whatever we're going through, whatever we're feeling, whether it's today or tomorrow or the next day or any day, Lord, you're there, and you will provide us with comfort and protection and cover all our needs. Lord, I ask that you lay it on our hearts that we remember your grace and 
put our hope and trust and faith in you, Lord, especially if we're going through a dark time. Because while those times may last longer than we would want them to, we can strengthen our faith in you. So that while we're on the brief mountaintop, experiencing the short blessings that we have in this life, we can remember that it wasn't us that got us there, but it was you, Lord. That you led us to that mountaintop, and you will lead us through the next valley. Lord, I ask that you touch the hearts and minds of everyone in this congregation, everyone hearing this message, Lord, so that they can remember to celebrate you on this Father's Day. Bless the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.